This is Cosette's Randy Earl with another question from Chris. Uh, the question this time is, in Christianity, I hear that man has dominion over animals. So how do dogs or other animals and creatures fit into Zen Buddhism? Regarding living or non-living things in nature, is Zen in nature even if man were not present, like on a desert island? Does that make sense? Is evolution or creation a subject addressed in Zen? So that's the the question, and actually I can start by answering a question with a question. There's a rather famous koan in in uh, Zen history uh, that you may have heard. Uh, and I, to before I state it, let me. Uh, explain what a koan is in case you're not familiar with it. A koan is a seemingly uh, nonsensical question. It sounds kind of uh, nonsense. The, probably the most famous is you've heard the sound of two hands clapping. What is the sound of one hand? Um, there's another one called uh, Does a Dog Have Buddha Nature? And I'll, I'll talk about this just very, a little bit. Um, because it touches on the role of, of animals, I mean, very clearly. You know, the question is, does a dog have Buddha nature? And on first pass, you might think, well, there you go, that's going to answer my question. It's going to be very clear. Either it's yes or it's no. Well, in Zen, nothing is that simplistic. Um, and a uh, discussion of a koan is a little bit tricky because they're always the the right answer depends on the student but anyway let me just give this a, a quick pass so if the question is does a dog have Buddha nature what if you answer no well then the reply could be but if if Buddha nature is all pervasive if it's everywhere if everything uh, has Buddha nature as the teachings indicate then certainly he must so answering no is wrong well, then you answer, yes, a dog does have Buddha nature. Well, but a dog is also just a dog. He drinks from the toilet and, and licks his bottom and all these mundane things. Uh, where's the Buddha nature in that? So uh, that could be seen as wrong as well. Um, so if no is wrong and yes is wrong, what is the answer? Well, the point is, there is no clear answer. If you start a discussion of everything has Buddha nature and continue along that discussion, well, you're starting to get maybe closer. But any question in the form of a dog has Buddha nature, something has something, A has B, implies a subject and an object, implies separation, uh, which again, in, in the Zen tradition of not two, no second thing, realize self and other as one, that's not a correct question, so to speak. So anyway, I don't want to digress further on koan study, but perhaps you get the idea that the fact that that koan exists indicates that clearly that question is addressed in Zen. So to continue that point, uh, along the the line of no separation. In Zen, we realize the, how do you say, how would you say it, the coexistent nature that there is no separation between self and other. You've heard me mention in other talks 
the way being summarized as not two or no second thing or realize self and other as one and to you to look at the phrasing that you used in the the wording that you mentioned man has dominion over animals well dominion requires separation requires an a and a b for a to dominate b and not only that but it requires that one be higher than the other or better than the other or for some reason have a justification for domination and in the Zen perspective that just makes no sense because in the Zen perspective in the Buddhist perspective we all part are, are all part of the divine we all have Buddha nature we are part of God of the Dharmakaya so how could one part be better than another how could your your foot be better than your hand you know how could your your liver be better than your spleen it's all together it's all required as a whole for for the overall to function um, and I guess maybe the question could be well does that no separation philosophy apply only to people and not to animals well uh, Buddhism is Buddhism is very clear and that it applies to all sentient beings you hear that phrase very very often about sentient beings well let's think about what that means to be sentient according to the dictionary means responsive to or conscious of sense impressions so obviously that applies to anything with sense organs uh, which obviously means all animal life um, at a minimum you know you could say that plant life also responds to to sunlight and things like that but you know that's <laughs> that's beyond my prey grade to go to go that deep so clearly Buddhist teachings uh, say that that you know we, we consider all animals to be sentient beings and therefore worthy of our compassion in our interaction in fact one of the basic uh, uh, Buddhist vows so in the so-called uh, bodhisattva vows there's to save all sentient beings not just people but dogs cats rats fleas everything so clearly Zen and, and Buddhism addresses the animal kingdom as well as, as people and even actually your question goes on to say is Zen in nature even if man were not present um, so we've clearly covered the animal aspect of nature but what about everything else and uh, the interesting part of that is my Dharma name that my teacher gave me Kosets it uh, uh, ends in a U it looks like Kosetsu the, the U is often left silent especially among the uh, Japanese speakers and the meaning of that, uh, the translation is universal preaching. And uh, to put it into context, you know, if you say universal preaching, that might sound like a, a um, an aggrandizement of the teachings. Oh, this this teaching is universal. You should preach it every, everywhere. That's not what it means. Taken in, in the context, it applies to if we this is also called the teachings of the insentient if we are still enough and quiet enough even the insentient world is teaching the Dharma is teaching us the truth so 
clearly uh, the non-sentient is very important as well as all sentient beings. So I think those two, if you, if you talk about sentient beings and the non-sentient, that pretty much covers everything. Um, so that answers your question that Zen does apply. Zen exists in nature, the Buddha nature exists in nature regardless of the presence of man. Uh, to your question about whether or not uh, creation or evolution is addressed. Um, and, and, you know, I'll have to give the caveat here that I am by no means an academic authority or an expert on all Buddhist teachings. I can only speak for those that I've been exposed to and trained in. Um, but basically, my first answer would be that creation is basically irrelevant. I, I've never heard it addressed in any teachings that, that I've been a part of that where I've been in the audience and I'm not and, and, and not in any books that I've read come to think of it and I'm not surprised Zen's focus is really on right here right now this moment not the distant past and not the far future uh, I'm sure that creation is referenced in the sutras um, as a matter of fact, I know that in the Surangama Sutra, there are some references to various uh, realms and, and not quite the creation in the same sense that you're talking about, but kind of similar. And I'm sure that, that that's addressed elsewhere, but uh, many, many teachers consider that apocryphal or irrelevant, really. And when you look at um, the Buddha's core teachings, you know, he really didn't address that strongly. Um, so it's, it's what's telling me it's not such a big deal is that I've never heard any Zen teacher address creation. Now in terms of evolution, well, again, it's not addressed per se. I would say it, you could see in a sense that it's addressed in that everything is in constant change. That is a key concept in Buddhism. That is the first noble truth that life is change, exists only in a realm of change. And in Zen and Buddhism we absolutely believe in cause and effect. It's very very important. It's absolutely very important uh, aspect of, of Buddhist teaching. Um, and cause and effect is the driver of evolution. So in that sense evolution makes quite a lot of sense in Zen. Zen does not deny or distort science to to meet its dogma so there's no fight with evolution, no disagreement, none that I'm aware of. Um, but it's not specifically addressed as such other than perhaps our own self-evolution through through our practice. So I think we can summarize this by looking at the Buddha's enlightenment story. I think that, that really ties these together. Supposedly the story goes that when he was uh, on the morning of his enlightenment as he saw the morning star he said, and this is a quote from the sutras, how marvelous I, the great earth, and all beings are naturally and simultaneously awakened. He at that moment he then touched the earth as his witness 
and this is a very important symbol you'll see it very often in, in Buddhist statues where the Buddha is sitting in the meditation position and one hand instead of being both hands in the cosmic mudra one is down touching the earth that's called the earth witness Buddha symbol and uh, again to, to talk about his statement how marvelous I the great earth and all beings are naturally and simultaneously awakened in that statement there is no separation no distinction everything all together so Zen is in nature nature is in Zen um, there is no A is B B is A it's just all together um, so obviously animals are included in that I hope this answered your question Cachorro.